evening, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of the Nerd Variety Podcast. I am Hannah. I am here today with Hayden. Hey. And Josh. Hi. What's I'm up? sure. Oh, <coughs> Hayden's apparently dying. Uh oh. Uh oh. I'm fine. Are you okay? Yes. Okay. We'll have plenty of time to talk about death later. Death and the plague. <laughs> yeah. Well, not, not plagues. But okay. today, we're going to be talking about a show that, uh, it's kind of funny that we're all into it now, because basically the timeline of us getting into the show was that I was at a bookstore with uh, Beck, my younger sibling, and we were looking for new manga to read, and a complete stranger recommended to us The Promised Neverland. We bought the first mm. volume and have been hooked ever since. And then it started, it came out as an anime in 2016, I believe. Uh, don't quote me on that. Was it that long ago? 2016. Yeah, the first episode was wow. released. Uh, or the, oh, maybe that's the, 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 the manga was released in 2016. The okay. anime is more recent. Excuse that me. That makes sense. Excuse yeah. me. You're um, but not then, excused. Sorry. But then no I talked about it with you guys and have got both of you hooked. And now we're all completely caught up. We have watched all of the episodes we could find on the internet. Yes. yes. Which is, was it 10 in the first season? I think it's 12 episodes in season one and then uh, seven, seven so, so far. far in season well, two. Well, six. There's, there's a, um, a refresh nah, episode in season two. Well, that's 5.5. 5, so yeah, yeah, if yeah. you wanted to count that, there would technically be eight in season two. I didn't watch it. I like skipped through it. Yeah, I started to, but I'm like, yeah, okay. Literally all of this is recap. Yeah, yeah. It was so just it's, a summary. Yeah. 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 So anyway, like really, oh, yeah. Josh, <laughs> I, was, I was just saying, especially if you binge watched it, like most like we did, you don't yeah, need that's it. True. That is true. That's true. Yeah, I suppose if it had been a while since any of the episodes had come out, then you'd want a synopsis, but we knew mm -hmm. what was happening. Yep. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about The Promised Neverland. We're all very excited about it. Uh, we, as we're all caught up, we do need to give a quick spoiler warning if you're ever planning on watching this show. Um, which, which we recommend. We recommend you do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you might not want to listen because we're going to talk about things that we didn't expect that happened and our predictions for what we think is going to happen next and stuff like that. So, and I mean, I'm usually against telling people explicitly don't listen to our show, but uh, but go I mean, watch The Promised Neverland and mm -hmm. then and then come, then come back. Or yeah, listen. yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, do yeah. that. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Okay. So, so that's the amount of time it takes <laughs> to learn that Ray is gonna betray them. Ray betrays all sorts of people. It's complicated. Um. But so I want to start off coat. pretty much. Want to start off with a quick synopsis of of the Promised Neverland. Um, basically, just going to explain episode one. So in episode one, you meet Norman and Ray and Emma and all of their siblings, but they're not really siblings because they're all orphans who are living at an orphanage. Uh, and they seem Aww. pretty happy. Yeah, they seem pretty yeah. happy. But then um, one of them has to leave because they get quote unquote adopted. Uh, and Emma realizes they left that uh, the child who left left their rabbit, so they take them and realize that they're not getting adopted, they're getting murdered and eaten by demons. What? And that's episode one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, yeah. thanks for that, Hannah, because. <laughs> I remember watching the first episode, and it's like this is this is kind of this is a uh, sweet, you know. It's a little, it's kind of kind of cutesy, you know. Very it's not sweet. Uh, happy go lucky, and then 
and then you see, then you go into the, what's that place called? The, the transit area? Yeah. The gate. Oh, God, yeah, the gate. And then, oh, they open the car and they see her. And it's like, oh my yep, God. They see their, their little sister's dead body with a beautiful red flower blooming out of it. Just, yes. And, yeah. and then the demons immediately after that. Yep. Which it yep. took them like till season two to explain the the flower, didn't it? Or did they yeah, explain well, it all in season one? No, no, they explained it in season two. Because basically the rest of season one is them planning to escape uh, the farm. Um, and then they escape at the end of season two. And then season two is them kind of being out in the world. Or they, they escape at the beginning of season two, at the end of season one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's your quick synopsis. Um, so what were your guys' first impressions? So obviously, Josh, the first impression is like, oh, this is cute, it's family. And then Oh my gosh, there's what? Some, there's something there's something going on here. I, I know there's gonna be some twi- yeah. a twist here, but it's like, uh, this is I don't know if I, it's like this is all right. I mean, you know, not my mm-hmm. typical first choice, but this is how a lot a lot of them start. Mm-hmm. Um and I got a lot of vibes of like, you know, as someone who's watched Walking Dead and Attack on Titan, I kind of got a lot of similar vibes with this show and how it's kind of turned into you know the the protagonist or the you know the good party of people are having to figure out plan and kind of work around their situation mm-hmm. uh, it's a lot of survival it's a lot of survival drama mm-hmm. um and I'm always asking myself you know are they going to make it out are they going to be able to outsmart you know mom or whoever the demons um mm-hmm. are we going to lose somebody which i I feel like we were, we, we were bound to lose someone just, mm-hmm. you know, just like that uh, with some situations. Who but, was the other I, one? I, I, enjoy, I enjoy seeing the kids, you know, work their way out of, out of situations that they, they get into. Yeah. What's up, Aiden? I'm sorry. Who was, what was, what was the other one's name um, who came in to assist mother? Oh, Sister Crone? Crone? Yeah. Was it mm-hmm. Crone? Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So I think one of my things that I appreciate about the most, first of all, in that first episode, what I love is that, yeah, what I love is that the whole thing does seem like really cute and fun and sweet. There is like a little bit of a vibe that something's weird. Um, But then when, when Norman, Norman and Emma first discover uh, Connie's body, like it's almost like the animation style shifts a little bit like they start using weird angles and like zooming in on people's face and they're like <gasps> and you're like it's just a very yeah. sudden shift yeah. um so what i like about it yeah is they they have that horror aspect and then i also appreciate that the whole feel the whole thing feels kind of like a chess game with the kids and with mom mm-hmm. and that they're they're trying to outwit each other and stay one step ahead of the other and norman especially is like thinking oh i'm gonna do this and the mom's gonna do that and then ray's gonna do this and how are we gonna respond to all of this and just like thinking five or six steps ahead and it's just ten, 10 steps ahead yeah, of everybody yeah. <laughs> um which is which is a really cool aspect of it where like he, i can't keep up with those kids mentally so i'm like no, i don't know no. what's happening those kids would have like took yeah. over the house if i was in charge <laughs> yeah yeah and specifically uh i didn't mention this in the synopsis uh the kids are super, super smart because they've been raised and like tested and, and educated because the brain's the tastiest part of the human. So they got to have good brains. Brows. So so they actually like are really, really smart. Um, yeah. Yeah. The Hayden, what was your first impression? Well, you guys kind of told me <laughs> before or you had mentioned before I started it that it was 
Yeah. Obviously, there was something sketchy going on, mm-hmm. which I figured that was going to be the case anyways, you know, because there has to be a conflict, right? So, of course. Yeah. 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 Um, you yeah, know, I was. I don't know, because you know me, I don't, I'm still somewhat of a newbie to, to anime mm. and all that. Uh, maybe so a little more than like the, the average person who doesn't watch any or more than the person who just watches Dragon Ball or something, but mm-hmm. um, not much more than that. Uh, so this, something like this really was interesting to me and it it caught me off guard a little bit because of just how there's because in a lot of anime you get a lot of action mm-hmm. you know like there's usually a lot mm-hmm. of like fighting of some kind here like there gets to be some of that but it's really more of like a mystery like a thriller mm-hmm. thing and there's a lot of talking and you really have to pay attention to kind of figure out like piece together mm-hmm. what's happening and yeah yeah you know it's it's interesting i was really kind of drawn in just by how how deep it is mm-hmm. yeah and by deep do you mean like in the same way i was talking about where like everyone's trying to think six steps ahead and there's just a lot of like mental yeah. stuff going on yeah there's a lot of that a lot of because i wouldn't say it's like okay you can build attention yeah between the characters because i wouldn't say deep in terms of like it deals with hard-hitting issues because right. they're, they're fake issues right. right they're not real issues they they do bring in some uh mm. that are eh, i would consider it like just they're, just uh just below the skin deep well yeah especially now so now we're in season two right and right now what's going on is norman wants to destroy all of the demons right to make their 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 uh, utopia basically right to get rid of all the demons forever right and emma is saying they've been spending some time in this demon town right and she's seen elderly demons and child demons and she's like dealing with this morality of like yeah they want to eat us but like some of them are kids yeah and like, like are we really yeah. gonna kill all of them and like some they're doing are, this kind of like people to survive like yeah. they don't know yeah. it again and they even bring up you know the point in this most recent episode it's like well like yui i, I don't remember what exactly they used as an example it was some animal and it's like mm-hmm. well you eat this thing and like what if it tried to explain to you it didn't want you to eat it mm-hmm. like would yeah, you yeah. let yourself and let your family go hungry just because like this little animal said it, it doesn't want to be eaten yeah i mean always- honestly um that being said to emma my thought was i believe she would totally not eat that animal i believe that she right, wouldn't right. but i don't yeah, believe she, she would force her siblings to starve yeah right right if, i don't know it's complicated yeah yeah it was, you kind of see that that kind of conversation in the or that idea brought up in the opening sequence because of the how they parallel like the humans eating the rabbit at their dinner table and saying mm-hmm. grace and then the yeah. demons doing the same thing with human pieces and saying their quote-unquote grace um yeah. and i like how they're doing a lot of parallels between like human society and demon society Mm-hmm. especially since you know i think 
we kind of like I guess humans kind of gave demons society and culture and reasoning which is weird to to think about yeah because the demons are only sort of sentient intelligent beings because they eat human flesh Mm -hmm. right it's kind of the idea behind it right so if you take away that supply they basically turn back into monsters yeah which is a really interesting interesting aspect of it as well yeah Yeah, and yeah that's another thing where i i kind of want to go to a whole i guess sci-fi place you know like can you like how ethical is it to give something or someone i guess it's more kind of like a something like sentience and then strip it away take it away from them yeah yeah that's the whole thought behind like ai and all that too yeah well it actually reminds me of um uh, a play that i was in uh, called flowers for algernon it's about a, a guy who i don't remember what it is exactly he has some sort of mental disability and he he eventually he takes like a drug or something i don't remember exactly but he he's able to overcome his mental disability but then it comes back and he learns about like people are not nice to him they were like really mean to him and and like it's not as extreme as having your humanity stripped away but it's a similar sort of concept where people like <laughs> like that's a horrible thing to do to somebody right right give them something that makes them that helps them be part of society and then mm-hmm. when they and then when people see don't can't see them as as like same like equal members of society right. and they treat them badly and then that person's right. like no i want i want that i want to be part of the society again that's not right <laughs> yeah right um yeah so it's interesting and it's it almost begs the question like would it have been better to just leave things alone in the first place right because the knowledge of what's been done to you is kind of the worst part mm, right yeah. yeah it's again and it's uh I, I can't remember i'm gonna stumble through this as i do everything but i, I can't remember exactly where the quote uh is from where I remember it from uh, it's probably multiple places but it's and I can't remember it specifically too exactly but uh the general thing is like well so if you want to punish someone or hurt someone you can't just like not give them something or withhold right. something or, yeah like you have to to really get them you have to show them what it is and get them to love something to know what it is to be with it and then take it away from them to know what it means to be without it because if you just never give them something they're not gonna they're not gonna know Mm -hmm. right right yeah Yeah. i see um there's a lot of other i say i've seen parallels between demons and humans a lot um and norman and emma had that conversation i think in episode seven or or six Mm. When they're I don't remember debate. any of this too precisely, except like the yeah. most recent one. <laughs> yeah, uh, they were talking about you know can they coexist? Um, can there be peace between them? But right. you know after everything that's been done to like humans from, the, from by the demons, you know there's you know there's a lot of uncertainty there, and we've also seen that willingness to screw other members of their own kind, like humans are allowing other humans to be, you know. Mm-hmm you know, uh, um, food for demons and the demons are, are willing to keep our kind of hoarding, you know, the, you know, human, the, um, uh, the f- hoarding their food from other mm-hmm. demons. And so right. part, some de- demon culture is some of the demons, uh, members of society right. are, are, lose, losing out, are losing out on that. 
Right, because they, they mentioned that there's um, a way that the demons could not have to eat humans and still retain their intelligence, yeah. but that basically the royalty of demon society took that away mm-hmm. so that they could continue to control the outflow of food. Yeah. Which is pretty messed up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Very messed up. Yeah, that's interesting. And I think it's also important to to mention that Emma makes it very clear that she doesn't like the demons. Right, right, right. right. But she still is unable to accept just murdering all of them. Right. Which I think or, is, is important. Or let it, letting them devolve into monsters right. again. Right, Yeah. But, and she, yeah, um, she even says, and I'm sorry if I missed that you just said this or not, but, um, you know, she, she says, like, because then, or I don't know if she says it specifically, I think it's just a conversation that they have where it's like, yeah, if, because if we just let them devolve or something, or if we, yeah, if we take away their food source, then they're just, they're going to start turning on each other and they're just mm-hmm. going to, it's, yeah. it's worse than just killing them. Mm. Like, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to adjust the conversation a little bit and I want to know a little bit about your favorite characters. We know that Hayden loves Emma <laughs> and identifies with her. Right. Um, but Josh, would, do you have a favorite character and why? Uh, I don't really have a favorite character. Mm. Um, but, you know, I do I do enjoy, like, the main characters and how they all kind of work out, play off each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're, you know, you had, you had the, you had the three, Norman, Ray, and Emma, and how they, and their relationship, their, you know, antagonistic relationship with mom, once mm. they all figured out that once she found out they knew and they knew that she knew and just seeing them you know play their you know quote their chess game with each other mm-hmm. um and then seeing mom you know try, and then try i, I think I, I enjoy trying to i enjoy trying to figure mom out because she seems like you know she she cares but she she all she's also very devoted to her duty as a as a as, a, as the you know caretaker the the only thing that i can think of that like helps me understand her a little bit more is and obviously it's very different but the way that i feel about um my cat (laughs) (laughs) which is that like she she's gonna die way before i am right and of course that's gonna be sad but my mentality about it is like she was astray and i'm just trying to give her the best life that i can yeah right and i feel like mom kind of possibly comes from the same angle like at some point these kids like they're they're on the farm they're gonna get eaten like i just want to give them the best existence that i can while they're here mm-hmm. so i feel yeah. like she feels kind of helpless in it um but but still wants them to enjoy the life that they have yeah she takes solace in that she gave them the best life that she right could. at least that's my perspective With on it peace and yeah. happiness right yeah um I do, I, I do like um, what they're doing with Norman. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's at least, you know, it, it piques my interest because mm-hmm. he goes, he has his whole tone shift of yeah. just being the, the, you know, the kind-hearted but really, but you know, really smart kid mm-hmm. or a member of the group, and trying to do everything he can to keep everybody safe and keep, you know, you know, really giving mom for her money. Yeah. And then he's, and then he comes back, which I, you know, didn't think he died, but. Then hearing about that he went through some 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 crap with the with other with other um, uh, kids. No, basically turned into test subjects. Right, right, right. They they, they just did did horrible uh, crap to them, and mm-hmm. now he's become like you know um, 
what's the word? Uh, he, he's become jaded, jaded, hostile. Um, yeah. uh, vengeful. <laughs> vengeful. Yes, that's right. That's right. And now he's just this cold, calculating mastermind, and it's going to be um, it's going to be interesting to see how things go, especially with his little, you know, mm-hmm. little. Little coffee head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, I, I I did want to say uh, about him, like, you know, Ray is he was tricky for a bit, but yeah, yeah. like the sketchiest person is probably Norman <laughs> because of how smart he is and how mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. even front since the beginning. You know, he's mm-hmm. been like the the trickster basically. Like, yeah he's he's too smart for his own good for anyone's own good yeah um, well yeah i feel like that sometimes separates him from from his emotions right and it's what you said he's kind of cold and calculated and and i generally view the three as a scale where emma is the most compassionate and the least smart but still incredibly smart um and ray's kind of in the middle and then norman's really really calculating um but i think it's mm-hmm. it's cool that like on the surface, Emma and Norman both have valid points about killing all the demons, right? So Emma's point is like, if there's a chance we can live happily and everyone can live happily, then that's what we should fight for. Where Norman's is, yeah, there's a chance, but I got to look out for for me and my group first and foremost. And this is the only positive way that this is going to happen. Like the only for sure way is to kill them. And so it's interesting that they both have valid points, Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. So Hannah, we didn't get to you yet. Who is your favorite <laughs> character? Who is your favorite? I feel like my favorite character is Ray. Are um, you <laughs> yeah. Well, I like. I just like him because he's very, he's very interesting. He he to me has been the most fascinating character in terms of like even at the beginning, he yes. he was keeping so many secrets, mm-hmm. right, yeah. and was like so determined to to thwart. Uh, the efforts of mom and the demons that he was literally trying to kill himself right and yeah like that, whole, ooh, that that scene that seems set the whole thing yeah. on the, the whole orphanage on fire while he was there like he's mm. just very intense and i feel like feels very strongly about things but keeps it all under wraps but since then has just become like undyingly loyal to emma but yeah. still sort of her voice of reason um and and in comparison to her is kind of cold and calculating um, but in comparison, Norman is kind of a softie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I feel, right. yeah, Ray was on like the opposite end. I mm-hmm. think, I think things switched up. Yeah. Emma was uh, at the, the most compassionate, kind hearted, mm-hmm. you know, you know, uh, Norman was in the middle and right. Ray was at the end. And now it's Ray and Norman to switch places. Right. Now. So I feel like just by, by the fact that he's kind of in the, in the middle of the spectrum there, he is kind of the least predictable. Right, where like mm-hmm. Norman, you know that he's gonna take yeah. the logically most most successful path, and Emma mm-hmm. is going to take what is the most successful path based the on her, her empathy and compassion. Yeah. And Ray is kind of a wild card in the he, middle. He's where he kind of chaotic, <laughs> chaotic good maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I would yeah. say so. Yeah. yeah, he's gone from a chaotic neutral to a chaotic good. Yeah. And honestly, I just like his like sass. <laughs> yeah 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 it's good it's just, good just doesn't put up with anybody he's just like y'all what are you what are you talking about yeah y'all are, like y'all are all y'all are all dumb mm-hmm. yeah. yeah pretty much so i i gotta ask um how obvious was it to you 
And Hannah, I assume you read uh, the manga before you saw any of the anime. Manga. It sounds like yes. Manga, manga, whatever. I don't I know. care. We're not getting pedantic, nerds. Manga. <laughs> manga. I know. It's manga. Yeah. Okay. Anime. <laughs> Is it anime? Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> no. uh, how obvious was it to you your first time through that Ray was oops, sorry that Ray was the traitor and that he was kind of I don't think I expected it at all. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it was one of those things where I. I feel like they did it really well in terms of like I wasn't expecting it, but when it turned out to be that way, I was like, okay, like they like the the like knowledge you surprised. That, right, the knowledge that he was the traitor kind of put the pieces together. And can you really quick for the for any listeners we might have explain what you mean by Ray was the traitor? Well, I mean if people are listening, they've seen the show by now, right? Hopefully. <laughs> Maybe not. I just guess that's a, a fair just point. Just to clarify. So, yeah, yeah, there was uh we we knew at one point in the first season that someone was giving information because they were trying to escape and all that. Uh, someone was giving information about their escape to uh, to mom, and she was kind of catching them with certain things. So um, Norman had at one point set like. Was it was like rope or something mm-hmm. they were going to yeah. use, and they were mm-hmm. trying to see if they could trust these other two uh, kids that were trying to figure out what was going on. They were trying to bring them into the loop. So Norman told Ray, like, "Hey, so uh, I'm going to put a decoy one here until this one, where it's going to be another decoy here till this this one where that's going to be, uh, but here is where the real one is." and uh so then yeah went through this and basically they got to the point where they were talking and it's like "Hmm, well she found out this or or, yeah yeah, she found this decoy so that means this person was lying and uh then norman's just like um yeah i only told you about that decoy I told the yeah. others this other place. Different decoys. <laughs> yeah, different yeah. decoys. Yeah. 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 So that's, again, an example of Norman being five, ten steps ahead right. of everyone. Like, yeah, we got that. decoy decoys. And... Right. Yeah. Yeah, but basically yeah. you find out that Ray has been the one feeding them information, feeding mom information the whole time, um, which, again, was p- kind of part of Ray's plan, which is where things got a little complicated. It's like, everything's complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the relationship between Ray and Mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that one. That's yeah. a very complicated one. It's, yeah. But no, like I, and I think I actually, I think I texted both of you. I think I texted our group chat, like when it was kind of maybe the episode before or something, where you find out. I'm like, oh, it's not any of these others. This is Ray, isn't it? Ray's the one doing it. I probably texted back something like. Mm. <laughs> You or you po- or maybe you sent like a, a gif of uh of ray oh yeah i think i might have <laughs> i might have sent a gif of ray that's true being like hey <laughs> yeah true 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 so were there any um i think we've talked about this a little bit but were there any things that you guys didn't expect um through the course of watching you're like oh wasn't expecting things to go that direction or anything like that i have a few written down yeah 
So a few for sure. The the most recent was, and actually this is honestly because I, I have binged it so quickly. Mm. I kind of forget. And then there was a bit of a gap between season one and two when I watched it. Um, I I was kind of surprised when Norman came back. I Because I was like, I thought we saw him get eaten or something or die. I... But I was like, I can't remember. <laughs> but I could have sworn we actually saw him die. Which, yeah. yeah. So that was a bit surprising. Uh, also, I'm trying to remember if I was surprised about this first part. I think I was kind of surprised when, uh, what are their names? Mujiko and Sunjo? Sonja and Mujika. Yes, those. Uh, I was a little surprised that they were demons helping the other guys. Uh, and then I was a little surprised when we found out. And I'm still a little confused because, like, when we left them, they were like, oh, yeah, we're trying, we're going to make them real tasty so, for so, others. So basically, the idea is uh, Sonja and Musica are two demons. Uh, who helped Emma and Ray in the group um, and supposedly refused to eat humans due to their religion. Uh, is that part of- seems to be legit though because there's yeah, reference. That is legit. Yeah. That is legit. But what's what what's confusing about it is when they eventually part ways with Emma and the group, um, Sonja says something along the lines of, I'm looking forward to be able to eat eat, eat them. Right, and basically the idea is the religion says that you can't. Um, you they're can't not eat, like, allowed. Farm to eat. grown. Yeah, exactly. So if their yeah. humans are out in the wild and they're hunted, that's okay, right? Yeah. So so Sancho wants them to sort of make humans run free again so that he can hunt them and eat them. Yeah. Um, and, I don't think he's yet, dead, but. Yeah, and the hope that these humans are sm- even smarter based off the kids that he was interacting with. Yeah. He hopes that their their children will be smart, so he can hunt them down and it's, kind of kind of still kind of eat to eat one, yeah. I guess, to get the perks of eating a human. It's and, the but also for the uh, for the thrill of it. I guess. Yeah, too. it's the religious kind of the religious um, equivalent of like it's not sporting. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he wants the challenge. Yeah. Um, and and it it was. I don't know. I guess it it's more that I'm confused about how I should feel about that because it's like well he's helping them get what they want uh I guess more just curious of how that's going to progress yeah because uh, give it the, <laughs> like the last episode we just saw uh Emma went to to find, them. to find them mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. I'm kind of curious to see how that interaction goes yeah um it'll be interesting yeah. Depending on the t- how the show like pans out, and, and if they yeah. somehow were, if there's a scenario where the, they do end up making it out, getting getting their own society, getting like separate societies within that wilderness that that wilderness space, yeah. And you know, so they can have like equal societies, but then they can also do the thing where you know, human demons can hunt will will hunt humans, and but mm-hmm. you know, but not you know, completely take over like you know, turn them into cattle right yeah i uh for something i didn't expect i didn't expect norma to come back when he did 
mm-hmm. when watching the manga or watching the anime because he comes back in the, the the manga but not until way later mm-hmm. so there's actually a whole arc that they skipped that I thought was a really, really good arc where where uh, Emma and the group, I think it's mostly just Emma and Ray go to a place where they think they're gonna be safe, but it basically turns into, it's like a small town that basically is like a demon hunting ground. And so, but the people there like have weapons and can fight back and the demons like get all excited. They're like, yeah, we're gonna go to this place and, and, and hunt human so it's like a mix between like them being on a farm and them being hunted and so they go there and they like take down a bunch of demons and they learn a bunch of new secrets about minerva and and all the stuff going on with how they're going to get back to the human world and they totally mm. skipped all of it and i was like what the heck do so, you think they're gonna revisit that at i some don't point? think so because it happened they, before they, they met norman i, I mean like they could based off how how they could be separated and you know the world we still don't know how big the world is it's true um but plus, if they don't plus they... like i mean <laughs> it, it's not the first time that an adaptation of something like this has been done, done things out of order like out of order yeah because uh immediately what comes to my mind is the walking dead i know the mm-hmm. walking dead stuff they have a lot of like the same things that happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's in a very different order. Yeah, we'll see. I would love for them to do it. But if they don't, volume 7 through 11 of the manga. <laughs> Go find it. Okay. Read it. It's good. Um, anything else that we didn't expect? Or are we ready to move into some predictions? Um, I didn't expect Mom to come back and then to reintroduce yeah. Mom uh, at this part, at this, yeah. you know, in, this, in this part of the, se- in the second season like they did. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be yeah. something the understanding, to look forward to. Yeah, and the I, understanding there is that she's being given a second chance to go find them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I knew they didn't, they weren't going to kill, they weren't going to kill Norman. Um, just, you know, he's he's too much of a, he's got too much personality to him. Mm. And then to when they when he came back as he did, I was like, oh, oh, oh my God. Oh, oh no, this is bad. This is really bad. And sp- seeing all the the other kids with him that are all like mess like really messed up like one girl is eating a demon leg like yeah she's geez. not okay no no, no she's she not okay not. she needs no she needs some help but norman is like their leader because apparently he sprung them from the the testing facility they were Which at yeah, it's not yeah. a surprise no yeah. no because he's crazy crazy smart yeah, yeah yeah um who uh we, we mentioned her name before the other uh, nurse mom that was uh sister crone yeah sister crone yeah i wasn't sure what was gonna what was going on with her character i was like okay she's a little she's a little weird that's she that was, was the big vibe yeah she was very intense weirdly and weird and intense at the same time yeah and i was just like okay what, what, what role is she gonna play here mm-hmm. and i like that that she did end up helping the kids and it was kind of it ended up being kind of a sad like it's like oh yeah. man i feel bad for her now yeah like, but she basically was trying to to usurp mom Mm-hmm. And so yeah. sided with the kids, but definitely, yeah, definitely <laughs> chaotic personality yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have just a few minutes left. Are, do you guys have any predictions for sort of what's going to happen next? I don't think no. I should say because I've already yeah. read. The, I mean, read I, I have an idea of what they told her in the, and when they whispered what kind of deal they made with mom. Mm. Uh, have a, have a kind of a, somewhat of an idea um 
again, I don't, I don't think I'm, I'm like, I'm, I feel like something they're going to lose some people, but it's hard to tell because they've come so close to losing people already. And, but they haven't lost anyone. We haven't lost anyone yet, mm-hmm. but I, I just have this, this, you know, feeling that someone's some, someone or someone's going to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I kind of expect in the next episode to see mom f- catch up with Emma and kind of have a, a face off or something, or maybe yeah, just yeah. dialogue. I don't know exactly how I expect that to play, uh, to play out, but I expect that to happen and maybe then have an interaction with, I'm so sorry, Mujinko and Sean, Yuchika and Sonja. (laughs) I'm so bad at their names. I apologize. Okay. They're Um, they're great characters. They're great characters too. I'm glad they are. They have some older kids, you know, in the in the as part of the as part of that you know elder group that help that is kind of over the rest of the kids. I also kind of expect down the line for there to be because it's kind of there right now but i expect there to be a more um i don't know a a more clear like rivalry i guess between uh norman and emma at at least if not the the rest of the family and norman and his Mm -hmm. his group uh yeah because they they seem to have very different yeah. Ideal. Yeah, I wonder I wonder if uh if Norman will will kind of turn his back on his new friends and side with Emma again. Yeah. Let's see how's I'd, he gonna play I'd, both sides here or Yeah, I feel like it could happen. Dick. Yeah, I'm not sure. Bennett, you're not allowed to talk since you know everything. I, d- I don't know, I don't know. Hey, I'm on I only recently read volume seventeen of the manga and there's apparently gonna be at least twenty. So I don't know everything. Don't believe you. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm curious to see how it plays out in terms of of Norman's um, loyalties. Mm-hmm. Let's say it like that. Yeah. But I think I don't. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But I think that's it for today. Uh, next time, Hayden, do you know what next time is? <laughs> your topic. Uh, no. no is it a music yeah. one is it composers it's composers, composers. Yeah, we're gonna talk about composers i love composers i hope that you uh give us some prep questions because i don't know much about composers i don't have time to prep anything i'll do it like five minutes before we start maybe nah. okay so expect a very chaotic episode next week it's gonna be a great it's gonna be a great episode yeah. <laughs> again we highly recommend you go watch the promise neverland or read it it's super good super fun um and stressful yes but until next time nerd out nerd Nerd out. out